Before we start the podcast, we want to take the time to say if you like us, please follow, like, comment on SoundCloud, sub, like, comment on YouTube, subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. It really helps us out and we appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome to Anime Cherry Bomb, the number one nudist speech podcast. I am the pig in human clothing, Aaron, and with me is the Fight Club president himself, Jay. Jay, how's it going? It's going good, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> what, uh, I'm having a little trouble remembering. What anime did we cover uh, this week? It's, um, a Spanish uh, anime called, uh, Kill la Kill or something. Kill, kill. A very <laughs> French anime, <laughs> Kill la Kill. Le Kill. Le Kill. <laughs> But we're doing Kill the Kill. The instant anime classic, mm-hmm. Kill the Kill. So let's... Uh, I have the synopsis. Yeah, you have the synopsis ready? So yes. let's yeah, hit it with the synopsis. So um, I don't know who made this synopsis, but it's on Google when you Google it. Google <laughs> the anime. <laughs> credit Google. Yeah, so credit Google. So student council president Satsuki Kiryin and her underlings dubbed the Elite Four rule Honoji Academy. They have the school under complete control thanks to their special outfits, Goku uniforms, that give them superhuman abilities. When transfer student Ryoko Matoi, who is searching for her father's killer, comes to Hanoji, she challenges the Elite Four to a battle that quickly consumes the school. When Satsuki recognizes Ryoko's scissor-shaped sword, she wonders if their encounter is just a coincidence or if it's fate. Yeah, so it's pretty... Pretty much describes the first yeah. half mm-hmm. of the anime. Yep. So before we share our opinions on it, let me read some of the facts. Okay. Uh, so it was released in uh, 2013. Uh, it's 24 episodes and an OVA. And it's a genres span action, comedy, and magical girl. And it's the very first original uh, anime by Studio Trigger. Uh, which they've also done uh, Infernal Cop and Little Witch. So go check out those podcasts. Those podcasts, all really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed uh, by the legendary director himself, uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi, who's done Space Patrol, Gurren Lagann, Panty and Stocking, and the upcoming movie Pro Mare. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Again, Panty and Stocking. Go check that podcast out. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll do Gurren Lagann. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's coming. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird that we've done them in, oh, we're almost going to do them in reverse order. I know, huh? We should have did Gurren first and then this one, but eh. Yeah, and then Infernal Cop. Was then Infernal Cop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was also surprised that Infernal Cop was our first Studio Trigger anime, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, we did, well, the reason we picked it was that one. Is that a circumstance? Yeah. Because uh, it was a short one. Yeah, and we were, I was going away for the weekend, so we're like, oh, let's yeah. just, we just sat here for... 10 minutes and watched it <laughs> yeah maybe 20 minutes <laughs> something like that um and then it's licensed by uh anaplex usa i, lo- uh, I love their like their logo that anaplex <laughs> yeah that one yeah. for some reason that one and um the kodakawa you know what the, i don't know if you know what the kodakawa yeah. the the phoenix the music that goes with it i don't know what anime that one is from that i remember it so heavy uh-huh. but yeah that one I, reminds me a lot to the toho mm-hmm. uh one uh always 
uh, six in my head because of my hero. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Media uh, Blasters, which is like super random. I know, right? The one that I, I really like is uh, that Funimation. Yeah, you, you should be watching. And they don't even do it. They don't even do it anymore. I know it's such a waste. It was such a cool opening. Yeah, now it's just the like the morphing, the mm-hmm. uh, funny face. But yeah, the you should yeah. be watching. Dun dun. Yeah, the you should it's be like watching. That magical thing. girl looking thing. Yeah, the you should be watching. I totally missed that mm-hmm. uh, campaign. All right, and then uh, it premiered uh, the same season as uh, Samurai Flamenco. Oh, there you go. Go check out that podcast. Yeah, go check out that podcast. That one was fun. Yeah, this is uh, this is actually a really weird thing because there was really slim pickings that season uh-huh. of anime. Like, not a lot of big anime came out of there. Like, even Samurai Flamingo is not that big of an anime. That was yeah. the biggest anime I could find that uh, premiered during that time. During that time, yeah. And there's stuff like there was also things like uh, Ace of Diamonds, the first season premiered during that time. Okay. Stuff like that. Uh, but in being like a slim picking season, it really stood out even like more. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it did. Thanks to its character design. Yeah. And we'll, but we'll get yeah, to we'll, that. We'll get into it. Uh, the music was done by uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sawano. And he's done uh, Zombie Lone, Blue Exorcist, Attack on Titan, and the upcoming movie Promare. Okay. So. That so go when Promare premieres go check it out. Yeah, I know I really want to check it out. Yeah, and the, uh, the music in this anime is just like it's it's slamming. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, the, you know down to you know the don't lose your way. Mm-hmm. I think that track's called the uh, uh, before my body is dry or something like that. Oh okay, yeah. Which is referring to like Ryoko running out of blood before she runs out of blood. Yeah. And uh, even the lyrics of that song are really <laughs> kind of dorky, <laughs> but it's all about, you know, get back on track. Yeah. You got to fight. You know what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Or it's almost, it's sung, it's sung in the perspective of uh, Ryoko. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But um, the music itself is like, there's a lot of different styles. Oh, yeah. In this, in this OST. It's definitely one of like the major highlights of the anime is is the music. Is the music, yeah. Uh, I know there's like uh, uh, almost like acid jazz at uh-huh. some point. There's some like metal influence. Yeah, it's it's really mm-hmm. for for a first anime, they really like went hard. Yeah, yeah with with the music. Yeah, definitely. Well, with almost with, every, like, yeah, the with music almost everything, and the yeah. character design and. Mm-hmm. The storytelling and even just like the concept itself, yeah, it was like really out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, boo, boo, boo. Any else you want to say about the music before we move on? No, but yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really want to buy the uh, the, the OST. OST. Yeah, there's like a bunch of tracks on the OST as well. Yeah, it's it's very impressive. Uh, so the first opening was uh, called uh, "Serious" by Ari Oi. Uh, and then she's done uh, the Fate Zero, uh, Fate Zero ending, and the first ending was uh, uh, was named was called. Excuse me, was called. Uh, sorry, I'm done. Uh, sorry, being a, I'm done being a good girl by Miku Sawai, and she did the Akame ga kill opening and ending. Okay. So, uh, I really liked the the first opening, the first ending. Eh. 
It wasn't yeah. really too. I mean, they're both kind of similar tracks, but yeah, I do agree with you with like the 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 opening is definitely better. Just because the vi- the visuals are a lot better. Oh yeah, there, and then there's there's really no visuals in the second one. In the yeah. second one, but the song it's is actually like, pretty good too. Yeah. Um, when, when we talk about the openings, I'm usually talking about the music. Yeah, exactly. And I really like the opening. The opening song is really good, and the second ending or the the first ending song is also really good. Good. Just the uh the visual the lacking in the lacking in the first ending. Mm-hmm. All right. So the second op uh, was ambiguous by uh, Gar Nadella. And they did the Gundam G music for Gundam G and Fate uh, Apocalypha. Gundam G is G Gundam, right? G Gundam, yeah. I love G Gundam. That's definitely on the list. That's the one where that's like each country has its own Gundam. Gundam. Yeah. Uh, I really want it. That sounds super interesting. And then the second uh, ED is done by one of my, not one of my favorite uh, artists, but one of maybe my favorite artist names. Of all time, it's going in there. Uh, it's the new uh, New World Symphony by Sayonara Ponytail. Sayonara Ponytail. Yeah. So that's going that's going in the bleachers with uh, Monkey Stills the Peach. That's one of my favorite names for a band. Yeah. And they have Sayonara. And they have Sayonara Ponytail has, hasn't done anything of note. No. It's not like a specific band. They're just like a pop band. Yeah. That did a opening. And uh, the OP, the second OP, I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. I mean, it looks kind of cool with like that kind of like dark, well, it was like black and green grid looking stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of, Actually, one of my favorite shots in that, uh, one of my favorite shots in the OP is um, somebody getting slashed. I think it's Ryoko getting slashed uh-huh. and the, the her blood flies and hits the rocks that are spawning oh, yeah. kill a kill. Yeah. And like, it just dies at red. That was a pretty cool shot. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Uh, other than that, it's like a, eh, like a, whatever still, yeah. a lot of still shots, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of the spoilers of them teaming up. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, and fighting the, the, uh, the big brain bat. controlled, uh, students. Yeah. So that was like, yeah, okay. Fighting like them fighting, uh, uh, Rayoga, what's her name? I forget her name. Uh, oh, the mom, right? Yeah, uh, Ragio. Ragio, there you go. Her fighting a uh, Ragio, mm-hmm. like uh. the the second ending song though was oh I love yeah. that song and and the, the visuals are adorable. Yeah, the visuals are super cute and I really love the song. I, like every time, like I usually skip ending songs when I don't like it, but I didn't skip that song once. Yeah, it's it just makes me want to dance. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> And it, it almost is like a fake out too because it opens up the same way as the uh, the first opening op- uh, ending oh, yeah. opens up where it's just te- big text. Yeah. And so like I sk- I know I, I think I skipped the first couple ones. So I was like, eh, like whatever. And then for some reason I, I think I had went to the bathroom and came back, uh-huh. and it was playing and I was like, ooh. And then I started watching it. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, for cross media, uh, there's a new fighting game coming out. Yep. Called the uh, IF. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching some gameplay earlier. Looks yeah. a little. Looks a little janky. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, it I all depends on it. the gameplay, though. If it looks janky, that's it's passable. If the game's fun. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, they just announced uh, new players like two days ago. 
new uh characters can i play as the the tennis club leader oh i wish <laughs> but uh, they, they announced nui and smoogie i want to say okay they just uh added can i play as the the pimp guy in the crab yo the golden crab? i love that guy <laughs> his name is um takarada yeah the takarada syndicate mm-hmm Oh, just okay. I can't wait to talk about that. That guy is so cool. Um, we be spending dollars, yo. We be, sp- dude. How they adapted his voice is genius. Oh, you know what's? I I actually um look like I was like looking at the characters, like the list of characters, and the guy that plays him, him um also played Eugene in Hey Arnold. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's super cool. That's almost like uh, you know, the person who played uh. Uh, Rolf on uh, Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what anime that guy did? No, he played Goku. He plays Goku. What? And he plays yeah. Goku. Yeah, that Goku, the Goku you're thinking of. Really? Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> in in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Not, yeah, not, not Dragon Ball Z. No, no, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, really? The current Goku right now. What the hell, Rolf? Yeah, because yeah, the guy that plays Rolf is also Double D. Is it really? Yeah. I know that. He does a few of the voices. But yeah, he uh, he does the voice for Goku, like right now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and he's been the voice of Goku for like years. If you hear if you hear him talk regularly, you can uh, kind of hear it. Okay. Uh, you can kind of hear. He sounds a little bit more like Goku mm-hmm. uh, normally. And then like he puts on the whatever, wherever Rolf, or Rolf is from. Yeah. <laughs> the inflection. But anyway, back yeah. enough with the Edit and Eddie cast. <laughs> That's for another podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then one thing I want to mention before, one fun fact I want to mention. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a big controversy when uh, uh, Kill It Kill premiered, and it's not over. What, what do you think this controversy is about? Well, I remember like the first time you talked to me about Kill It Kill. It was something about like people were mad about this anime because of the... The glove that she wears. Yeah. Okay. So then you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kotaku published this article about how uh, Killer Kill glamifies wrist cutting. Yeah. And uh, they had to. They basically. I don't know if you remember. She's not cutting her wrist. Yeah. She's not. It's what it is. It's the. It's release. It's a mechanism that releases a needle. Yeah. That Goes punctures. It. Yeah. yeah and then punctures it, the skin. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's the uh, same. It does the same thing with uh, Junkets. Uh, yeah, it's a different way that with a, diff- a bunch of different needles. Yeah. Uh, so the the funny thing I was reading the article like in retrospect, uh-huh. and like they went back and changed a few words and like left the edits in because it was like it's like oh the main character slits her wrists to power up, yeah, and then uh, it it says uh, they changed it. They took that the word slits. Slut looks like she cuts her wrist. Oh, okay. And uh, they hearken it back to, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of, or I know I've talked about Persona 3, uh-huh. but the whole controversy behind Persona 3 was uh, to summon their persona. Like, every game has a way to summon their persona. Yeah. Like, uh, in the first game, in the fourth game, in the, in the fifth game, they have, like, masks that they uh, take off. Okay. It summons Persona. In Persona 3, how you summon your Persona is uh, they have these things called invokers uh-huh. that look like guns, and they shoot themselves in the head. <laughs> okay. 
to to summon their their summon beasts. Uh-huh. And a lot of people were trying to get that game banned because they're like, oh, it glamorifies suicide. suicide yeah. I mean, it makes... Um, it's understandable why they'd be mad. Right. Exactly. So, but <laughs> there's a sub uh, thing at the end of that article where they were like, oh, well, it looks like in episode three they show that it's not actually uh, wrist cutting. Yeah, it's a needle. It's Yeah, it's a needle and... Uh, in later episodes, it shows that she doesn't even have to do the the motion; mm-hmm. she can just rip it out and yeah. it'll it'll go. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Ugh. like, and I remember there was, there was a kind of an uproar where they tried to get it banned from the U.S. too because oh. of that, because of the wrist cutting motion. Yeah, insensitive people. Yeah, squeamish people. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we jump into the spiel uh-huh. do you have anything general you want to talk about um full for general likes i i do like the the big block letters in like every yeah. episode those are those are pretty fun sometimes they they play it up like as a as a joke like uh when um era uh gamagori was um had those those suction cannon things yeah and he got like nine of them and he was like nine cannon something something and it fills up the whole screen <laughs> it's so funny um one of my favorite things uh one of my favorite gimmicks they do with those uh subtitles uh-huh. um there's some where it's like the subtitles are they have the they have shadows in the back oh yeah yeah like they're actual objects in the world uh-huh. and um more to that was uh now uh like leaning up against the letter like almost like a fence like she was like leaning up against them uh-huh. And like holding yourself up with the subtitles. Yeah. And that looked really cool. And then I think it was in the OVA. When the OVA opens up, uh, it shows the character standing uh, behind the, the subtitles. Uh-huh. And you can see like the reverse of the subtitles. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, I recall that. Yeah. So th- that was a really cool, like a neat shot of having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how fast it switches between uh, cheap to good animation. <laughs> like it goes really fast and even there's really cheap animations in the good in the good animation also as well yeah. uh earlier but uh earlier but uh off off, yeah, mic. off mic and uh i'm gonna save my examples for for later for later because there, there's some good ones and then some bad ones yeah and then um episode four a hundred percent reminded me of a uh, panty and stalking mm-hmm. i mean it's the same director yeah, it's the same director same writer yeah and it's just how fun the episode was, how cheaply yeah. it was animated. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really fun episode. I think if there was an episode that, if you had to guess what my favorite episode was, mm-hmm. like that one, like right away, you could tell that was going to be... A top contender. Yeah, top contender for me, at least. Wasn't that the episode where they they did the super Penny and Stocky thing, where like they like took off somebody's clothes and it was like a cutout? Yeah. And then they put on somebody Someone else's else. clothes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That that told that scene right there like totally reminded me of uh, a panty and stocking. Yeah, it was hilarious. There's also the one I don't know why it super reminded me of it, but it's when the gondola crashes into uh, the um, the classroom uh-huh. at the end of the episode. It reminded me of uh, a panty and stocking thing of like the um, their car crashing into the to the the classroom yeah and there's also there's a thing in a space patrol little where it's almost the same 
seen as well as somebody crashing through a classroom. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I could save that for bad, but get to explain. All right, uh, do you ready to move on to characters? I guess I'm like a general dislike. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one thing I didn't like really like is that um, Senkets like gets like added powers from like nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like they don't like. There's like no like. Like oh, I could I could suddenly fly now. <laughs> well, because it was uh, adaption that was the power. What is that's the, what that's what yeah. Senkets is. Yeah, because he can adapt. Uh huh. So that's why it, he could be able to change because he's uh, easily adaptable. The the one thing that actually was that explained in the anime. Yeah, they say I it. must have missed it because yeah. I, I feel it feel I feel like it, like it was random. Yeah, I feel like it's like. Well, because he was like, just, if, it just gets added. Well, because he was like, oh, if Gamagori has a second stage, he's like, why can't I have a second stage? And that's mm. what it, that's what it was. Okay. Um, what what I didn't like, it took really long for her to get her first upgrade. Like I felt, uh, like to the Elite Four, she was really underpowered okay. going into that fight, uh-huh. going into the uh, the the natural election yeah. uh, runoff. Mm-hmm. I felt that she was super underpowered and like, I was like, when is she going to get like a single power? Like, Cause to that point, only she gets like a single power up, even though she's been, uh, uh, that Sanket's was eating all these life fibers. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, I really wanted to see her get a power up and it took her really long. It was like with, uh, the computer guys fight was when he did, she did something new, right? Well, no, with, uh, Kamigori's fight. What was the first one? Yeah. With the spikes. The oh, spike okay, transformation. Yeah. Yeah, that was the the first one. Okay. Oh, and the the one in uh the computer guy is the one where she makes her her tie or the senkets uh into a fabric hella long yeah to crush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I still have one. I have one mo- yeah. other thing. Um. Uh, I don't like that they uh, the whole like losing too much blood thing was kind of like discarded early on. Yeah. That's just something that bothered me because, like, like in that fight where the Elite Four, I was like, okay, I don't think she's going to be able to fight all four of them because she's going to die from losing too much blood. Right. But and then it's it like, never it's like, really... It's like throughout the whole anime, that that was like that fact was like in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. but it was like never an, really an brought issue. Up. Well, I guess it, it was solved when uh, she wasn't embarrassed anymore. Because as she was embarrassed, that's what was giving it her more blood because her blood was her high blood pressure pumping more. Yeah, because yeah, she was embarrassed, and that's when like when she accepted it, that's when it was, it went like regular, I guess, and that's why her getting like mad or whatever caused it. Like, Saint to be like, "Hey, be careful." Yeah, I think even in that fight, oh, this one fight, he goes like, "You only have like five minutes uh, mm-hmm. left before I." shut down yeah. oh, because or, you're gonna... or, oh because he was missing the glove right something like that was, wasn't i forget like her hand was all glowing Glowy, that was tight yeah um the one thing i also i uh, didn't like about it uh just how rushed it felt in places yeah. like i i kind of i kind of did like the the natural runoff where it was mm-hmm. like it seemed like a really good uh climax to the first end of the first choir yeah but what i didn't like was right after it it felt like it totally like the whole uh, school siege arc seemed like really rushed 
Yeah. And like really weird. Like I thought uh, it was going to be a bigger deal of Sanket's being split and put into other people's. Like I thought, oh, maybe like one an episode. Yeah. Like she go to one school every episode, but she ends up hitting all the schools in the same episode. Yeah. Which is super weird. Although Ryoko did look super badass in her her new attire yeah with the uh Senket scarf yeah that was really cool and her glasses the yeah the like yellow shade shaded glasses pretty cool yeah and then um it's just there's a lot of i i know you, you mentioned some of the stuff in yours there's a lot of stupid things that happen in this anime mm-hmm. but it's all covered up by really like really cool things yeah it's like a sandwich like there's some there's like two cookies of uh, good stuff, and then there's like something uh, uh, in the middle. <laughs> but the cookies are so just so good. Or it's a, you're like, like a sandwich or something. You're like, uh, yeah, I guess it's like an Oreo, I guess. An Oreo. But um, yeah, I didn't. I don't know what what it, what about it. Just the that dumb stuff. I like I felt the dumb stuff, especially like in late episodes, mm-hmm. was trying to push me away. But then something like really cool would happen and be like, well, yeah, I guess I got to forgive all the other stuff all that happened. Because usually like in anime, I hate dumb stuff, but dumb stuff is never always followed up by like epic stuff. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. usually they just fall into the trap of like, okay, well, if we go stupid, we have to go just stupid and find a way out of it. Yeah. Whereas Kill a Kill like just screams over it with like cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't. Like, don't think about uh, Ragia's plan and how, like, stupid it is. Yeah. Look at these dope transformations. <laughs> look at, exactly. Look at uh, cloaked Ryoko, mm-hmm. like, destroy these covers like nothing. <laughs> uh, really, really cool. Like I said, the the really cool just really... You said it, it it's outweighs. a balance? It's yeah. not really balanced, I would say. Because mm-hmm. it's really dumb and i i gotta stress it's really dumb really really dumb stuff that happens in it mm-hmm. but f- enable for everything else to overcome it i really enjoy like yeah. all the really cool action scenes and all the really cool character designs yeah just make up for everything mm-hmm. uh all right so uh art and uh, cinematography so art, there's not a dull-looking person in this anime. Ooh, there's no dull-looking backgrounds either in this yeah. in this anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of my favorite landscapes in the anime is the destroyed uh, Osaka. Oh, not oh the, yeah, not Osaka. It's like it was post-apocalyptic. Osaka. Was it, Osa- it wasn't Osaka, was it? It was uh, wherever it, the Takarada clan's at, or the, the, the pimp dude, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Osaka. Is it Osaka? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, really, really like. Dope background designs. Yeah. Uh and like you said, no not a not a dull looking person. Yeah, very cool character designs. Uh, some really h- cool highlights that I really like is like Nui's outfit. Yeah. The just the her missing eye that has like the butterfly yeah. symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Dope. And then just her nice frilly dress and like fighting with a umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, it's really cool. Really, really cool. And then her her blue scissor blade. That was uh, really dope. Yeah, I kind of wish it stayed uh, blue, cause I have the the blue and red yeah. mix on it. Mm-hmm. But right when Ryoko touched it, it became red again. Red. Yeah, it's matched each other. Yeah, and then um, Mitsurugi, the teacher, his teacher form. 
Uh-huh. Uh, looks really cool with, with his, his glasses. With his, yeah, with stuff. his aviators. Uh-huh. And then just like his really lax, like his oh, he has an open shirt, kind of open, but messy he still tie, has a tie, yeah, uh, like messy hair. Mm-hmm. And um, his voice actor did does like a really good job switching in between, yeah, the two voices. Mm-hmm. And I just I really enjoy the that version of him more than the nudist beach version. Oh, okay, of yeah. him, yeah, I would agree with that. And then um, you also got uh, uh. Mako, I, I put right here Mako Bancho because yeah. he's just like a gang bon- leader. Yeah, Bancho gang leader. <laughs> yeah, which is the um, the president, the Fight Club president uniform. Yeah, really, really cool. That's probably the best outfit that, in my opinion, I Ooh. think I think I really liked her in that. It, it's I think she looked the best in it. It's not my favorite transformation. Though. There's two I think that are better. Okay. than it, and uh, I have. I have, I, I forgot to put the one on there, but it's the the ultimate Senkets. Okay, I think it looks way cooler than that Boncho. Okay, just not even for cosplay reasons. The Mako one is probably the the best one. Yeah, and it looks really freaking dope. <laughs> but just how uh, the ultimate Senkets looks like, mm-hmm. and like her her hair is like a fiery red. Yeah, and just like uh, I don't know if you even noticed too that uh, Senkets. His eye, yeah, his eye is there too. Uh-huh. So really cool, character, like because he's complete now. Yeah, uh, really, really dope. And then um, the other one that I really liked was um, I have them all down here, but the ultimate regalia uniforms. Oh, all four of them. Yeah, all four of them are, are really cool. But my favorite one out of all of them is the uh, the Sanegayama, the the kendo guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Was I it love, was like truth and no, not truth and That was the computer guy. It was it was, a, it was like secret, secret technique or something, something like, that. like that. But the reason why that one was my my favorite one is because you can see the evolution of it getting there. Because mm-hmm. he is the one who has the most uniforms. Yeah. So like Mach one was like really heavy armor, bulky. Yeah. Mark two it like slimmed. Mark three it was like more human sized but still like a full armor suit. Yeah. And then by the time he got to the the ultimate regalia, yeah, he was like out of it. Yeah, he was out of it, and it was like only certain parts of his body were covered in like robotics. Yeah. And um, my friend pointed it out to me too, um, and I didn't even really even think about it. Uh, all of the the ultimate regalia, mm. there's like less clothing on them. Yeah. So like it's combining like nudist beach. Yeah. With the with the Goku uniform. With the Goku uniforms, which yeah. is pretty dope. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Because like, because like, uh, what is it? Um, finale. The, yeah. The girls. Big finale. Was, like all she had was like the speakers on her shoulders, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> it was she, and then hers was, was pretty cool. I mean, she's pretty a pretty cool character. Yeah. Uh, I really like her fighting herself in the in the OVA. Oh too. yeah, yeah. It was really. She's like talking crap to herself. Yeah, it was she's pretty like, funny. Uh, and then the last thing I have for art. Uh, talking about just pure character design uh-huh. was um, Ryoko's rage mode. Okay, yeah. Like how really distorted mm-hmm. it looked. Like it looks like it's like totally... her head was coming out of Senket's eye and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty crazy looking. Yeah, it looked like it was from a completely different anime, mm. and it was a really do- like I wonder who pitched that design because it was a really really cool. Yeah, it was cr- definitely crazy looking. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, art? Um, yeah, well, 
you kind of touched on it, but like the multiple outfits in this anime are like, Ooh. they're all, there's like a bunch of them. And if you watch like the second opening, you can see a lot of them on there. Oh, cause it, it flashes. Like it flashes in between all the outfits. And then, uh, in the OVA, there's, it shows all of them. Oh yeah. So like it shows a uh, Ryoko in the, the ultimate Senkets and then it shows, uh, um, Oh, sorry. It's so Sasuke as uh, in Senkets also in the oh, okay. in that opening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really, all of them are really dope. I, we I mentioned earlier the um the Senket Senket scarf. Yeah. Uh. Thing. Really cool. Really cool outfit. Really cool. Uh. Her uh Ryoko in the cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh. Really, it's copied, which kind of gets copied later with uh. With um, Satsuki, yeah, in, at the, in the end. Cloak. yeah, she looks really cool. Yeah, um, the the Elite Fours, uh, Ultimate Regalia, and then the uh, Regalia, uh, Regalia, mm-hmm. the cool design change. Like uh, I think the the Ultimate Regalia was like black and gold. Uh, go, it looked really, uh, go, it looked really, really dope. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Uh, I really liked. Oh, you see, I could talk about just like the art style. Well, this anime like character, got, yeah, it got a bunch of awards for its art style and or character design, I should say. Yeah, I and even like, uh, well, I should have written her name name down. Sasuke's mom or the mom. Okay, uh, what's her name again? Ragio. Ragio. Ragio's even her design, like her rainbow hair. Yeah, looks really really cool. I, I think I wrote that down as her one of my things. Yeah. Ragio's rainbow hair was one thing that I really enjoyed about it is there was a scene where she was in the bath with uh Satsuki. Yeah. And she had her hair up and you could still see like the like the the underside of her hair was still rainbow. Rainbow. It looked yeah. really cool. Um the one thing that I found like dang that should have been in the the anime was Ragio in her army outfit. Oh yeah. That one would look really good. Her in the tank top and the army pants. Mm-hmm. From the OVA, right? Yeah. And she had like really short hair. Uh-huh. Like really dope. Really dope. Like that should have been in the the anime. Yeah. <clears throat> Any anybody else you wanna mention before we Well, I got some other things to talk about. Um, yeah, go ahead. I really like the at certain parts in the anime, like there's it gets like really jagged and looks like a like manga looking. Yeah. And I really enjoyed like those parts. Really cool. Is this is this the most artistic anime we covered? It's definitely like the <sighs> most like unique. Okay, unique. unique. It would probably be the word, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I can't think of anything. It's, def- it's definitely like the most flashy anime in a good way. Yeah. I mean, we've had like um, anime that's like very edgy and stuff, mm-hmm. but this is like. Better than edgy, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I know. But I it's know it's a real. It's a good. It's definitely good. Yeah. Uh. Um. Oh, one thing that I wanted to mention with art style, I really love like the 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 black and red digital line things. Yeah. That like it's like every character's outfit like had it like the boxing gloves that's for like the first guy. Oh, like the the life fiber texture. You're yeah. About? It's okay. like it's like a digital. It's like always moving, even yeah. though it's on like a static image. Looks really cool. Um, yeah, every almost all the Goku uniforms were like really well designed. Even like the ones that are seen for like a second. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because we see this almost the same character design, but more low key. In uh, in, in Little Witch, I feel like everybody is over 
designed. Yeah. I feel like not every it's not to the same extent to where like background characters are uh designed oh, yeah, really yeah. well. Like that's how little witch is. Uh-huh. But every character that has like a talking point or like they're talking uh-huh. uh looks pretty looks good. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz uh, like a lot of the background characters they're all the they all look same. the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the samey looking girl looks really cute. The ones, especially the um, the band, the band, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the girls on the horns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, really cool. Oh man, <laughs> this is a great anime. I know. Uh, All right, cinematography. What do you have any like? Oof, yeah, you got some shots. I got some. So one of my favorite ones. So this is a, actually there was a lot. I feel in this anime. Yeah, definitely. Um, more than I wanted to keep track because I was like. When I when I do cinematography notes, usually I'll pause and write. Yeah. But I didn't want to pause. Like, I wanted to watch the whole scene Same play through, out. Yeah. And by the time the, the scene played out, I had forgot to go write it down. <laughs> but some of the ones that stuck in my head uh-huh. were uh, the first time the first time that uh, uh, that Ryoko and Satsuki fight, there's um, they clash swords. Uh-huh. And then uh, Sasuke starts monologuing, and she starts getting, like, bigger and bigger and, like, like oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. her presence is yeah. really huge. And it reminded me of uh, – it's the same effect used in uh, – from Haikyuu mm-hmm. when the guy's, like, holding him down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I had the same feeling of that, of, like, there's this overwhelming presence. Yeah, this overwhelming power. Yeah, and then it's really cool because that same shot is later used – with a uh, Ryoko mm-hmm. and Ryoko's like really big up against um the her the mom. Oh yeah yeah yeah. A uh, Ragio. It's Ragio, right? Ragio. 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 Yeah, such a weird name, huh? Oh, and Rag too, like Rag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, for, Yeah, for really me, um Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I have some uh yeah, at least we go back and forth. I have yeah. a couple more. Um so one of the cool things that I really that I saw was um there was like it only happened once, but there was like a a scene that happened and then like other scenes were like overlapping it and it kept like overlapping. Like, did you remember that part? It was like, okay. So it's, I yeah. think it was, uh, it was uh Ryoko and um, the other girl. What's her name? Which one? Uh, Satsuki. Satsuki. They were like, they were both like arguing about something. <gasps> oh, and like there's like fighting going on and then like yeah. another thing overlaps. But yeah. then the fighting is like a close up. Yeah. And it's like all the images are still moving, but it's like, it just like keeps is it overlapping. The, is, it, is, it there, is there one where it's like uh, they're upside down? Like one of them's upside down I too? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. It's a nifty shot too because it's not expensive. That probably was done to cut cut corners. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just using one. It's just using a, a scene that you would already use on, on top of another scene. Yeah, like the, the one that I thought was really cheaply animated uh, real quick before we jump back into cinematography was uh there's a really cool shot of uh in the final episode where like uh where uh Ragio is like stabbing uh Ryoko uh-huh and then like in the background it's like is the earth and like and then it, like kind of jankily swaps over to like the universe oh yeah oh yeah it's like a it's like a, a sw- almost like, like a inferno swipe. cop ish it was like you're swiping your phone or something. Yeah. Like, it really, really reminded me of uh, Inferno Cop. There's a lot of things that remind me Inferno. of Inferno Cop. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, this, I don't know. It's like, I mean, this anime came first, but 
out of from all the trigger stuff but i see like all the like elements of other anime yeah. coming into it like you can like, see panty and stalking i see panty and stalking i see little witch and see infernal i cop. see infernal cop and then if we probably watched um if we watch like when we watch uh Gurren Logan, you'd be like, oh, you can see Gurren Logan. Yeah. I feel I, like characters in this anime could also be in those anime as well. Oh yeah, like I like when I see like guts. Oh, guts could be in Panny and Stocking. <laughs> well, that's why he's uh, <laughs> it's Chuck. Basically, it's yeah, Chuck. it's pretty much Chuck. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> the, the that's why it's the the trigger verse mm-hmm. that you can you can tell in almost all those animes. It's like they just fit. Together. Yeah, they fit together. Yeah, definitely. Like uh. Eventually, we won't watch it for the the podcast, but we'll watch it. I'll post it to you later. But they they have this short that was uh, "Sex and Violence at Mock Speed," uh-huh. which is another one that uh, he directed. Uh, I mean, she directed, and then the other guy uh, wrote. Uh-huh. Was it a that movie? one too? You can tell, like, oh, it's by them. Was, I it, think, a, was it a movie? Mm, it's a short. It's oh, like okay. five minutes, or like ten minutes, something like that. They did it for a film festival. Oh, okay. And that's part of the trigger verse. Uh, yeah, they're all cut from the same cloth. I feel. Yeah, definitely. And that's what, that's what I feel, what Studio Trigger does best, and why like, it's it's weird, because Studio Bones is the better. To me, I, I have two favorite studios. It's Bones and Trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of obviously, you can yeah. tell. But anyway. Bone, I think Bones is better than Trigger. Personally, I think it's better. Just their storytelling is a lot better okay. and stronger. But the thing that Trigger does the best, I think Trigger does their world building a lot better than okay, yeah. than Bones does. Because mm-hmm. all Bones does is adapt. They don't really do original. original. Stuff. They, they do have some original stuff, but Bones is original stuff. It's only original stuff, right? No, they have some. They do adapt. They've done a uh, an adaption. Okay. They've done two now, I think. Okay. And then uh, one, two but it's third most, party. But it's mostly original. Mostly original uh, Trigger properties. Yeah. Like, uh, the only ones I think they haven't done, uh, the only ones that weren't original Trigger properties were, uh, like, the, the things like Supernatural Powers Become Commonplace, which is uh, an adaption. I think that's, like, their real third anime they did. Or okay. The real second anime, like, the full series. That's an adaption from a light novel. Yeah. And then um, they also did, oh, SSS Gridman. is. It's, it's not. What's the one that they're currently doing? Right? Yeah, it's the one that's going on right now. So that's kind of their original anime, but it's based on, it's based on another property. Okay. So it's not an ad like, not really an adaption, but more like a spinoff. Yeah, I guess so. Like it's not. I don't think it's using existing characters from that universe. But it's but in that universe. In that universe. Oh, okay. And then um, there's another anime they did. Like stuff like uh, Kiz Niver and uh, what's the other anime? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to blow in the mic. Uh, uh, Kiz Niver and Darling in the Franks. Okay. So those ones are kind of trigger originals, but they're starting with a third party. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you can, like if we watched... Uh, yeah, if we watched those two, you can tell that there, there's no mistaking that it's Trigger. You're like, oh, I could see it. Even though it's not as crazy, because mm-hmm. like, uh, Kiss Niver takes place like in modern day Japan, and like with the 
kind of supernatural twist to it, but it's not like out of <laughs> like I guess the best way you can you can describe killer kills like drug induced almost. Okay, yeah. Like going crazy, like let's just like someone did a bunch of coke and was like, look at all these characters, they're crazy. <laughs> and then uh, I feel like uh, those other animes like they're a lot more quiet yeah. and it reflects in the characters. Mm-hmm. But you can still tell there's a certain trigger feel to them. Yeah, just like how when you watch like a Bones anime, you can tell right away like, oh, this is Bones or someone who worked at Bones worked on this anime. Yeah, kind of like when you watch a sports anime from from uh, pro- what, uh, pro- production IG. Yeah, production IG, and you like you can tell right away that it's production IG. Mm-hmm. Like that's what makes studios really good yeah and i think trigger is the best at making itself like almost peacocking its own anime yeah i would agree with that yeah really really strong and you get like i said you can see it everywhere you can see it in the character design you can see it in the uh cinematography yeah uh really good Do, any other uh cinematography cinematography don't start. yeah i know we went off on a weird tangent yeah i know um so um, my favorite shot in this anime was when uh, Satsuki cut off Ragyo's head at the at the sports athletic yeah. meet, whatever it is. So like he, she cuts off her head, and like it was just like a close like a close up shot of Satsuki's head, and just rain falling down on her, and it completely makes it red. Oh, such yeah. a cool shot! And then she like says something at the end of it, but it's mostly just like a static image turning red. From the blood, exactly. It looks really cool. Um, it reminded me of, like very. It was like very samurai esque. Yeah, like she just did like a final blow, and she was just like waiting for like the body to fall or something like that. It was super cool. Um, speaking of like blood shots like that, um, the shot of uh, Ryoko tearing off uh, Junket's, mm. and then she's just like there's like an explosion of blood. Yeah, and it's raining, and then. Ryoko is just like bloody. Yeah, blood red. Blood red. Looked really, really dope. Mm. She's like standing in a puddle of blood. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, her own blood. Yeah. Too. Uh, also, one of my favorite shots that also that's also a reoccurring shot is that when they use the um, the flashback filter. Oh yeah, like the gray looking thing. Yeah, and it for some reason how it's animated, it makes it feel old mm. too. Like they're not, and I don't know if if you felt the same way or noticed it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like other parts of the anime. It does feel like it was like aged. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't know what I don't know if it's like the frames, like even how like how it was drawn, looks kind of different from the rest of the anime too. Mm. Like they used more old, like how the characters are drawn, just looks like old character design. Yeah, and it made it made it feel old, and yeah. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think I mentioned earlier, it's like now leaning on the giant, the giant cards oh, was yeah. a really cool decision, mm-hmm. and like even the shadows uh, <laughs> of the words were really yeah. really cool. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed was all the transformations in this Ooh, anime. Yeah, all so the like, magical you know, girl transformations. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the Elite Four's transformations. How like because like all of them like go into a like a star pretty much, yeah. but each one of them goes in in like in a different way, like um, what's his name the samurai dude he goes he goes in it like face first, yeah. 
Imagori, I think uh, it goes down on him. Yeah. Uh, Noon that that's the girl's name, yeah. right? Noon She like jumps into it, like going feet first. Yeah. And the computer guy is back first. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dope. Yeah, really cool. And then, really like, enjoyed that, especially like when they're when they do the lineup of mm-hmm. them going into them. Yeah, dope. I also just like how uh, how their colors too. Uh, oh yeah. To them, uh, look pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You got anything else you want to say about uh, cinematography? I really like that. Like, um... oh, also real quick, I'm talking about transformations. Uh-huh. That dual transformation with uh, Satsuki and uh, Ryoko. Yeah. Really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Not not much more to say about it, but it was it looked. Yeah, really cool. And just like, it shows the parallels between uh, each of the transformations yeah like they're all like it's the same with just little differences mm-hmm. uh really cool yeah definitely um i really like that like some shots were like shot intentionally for like a comedic effect mm-hmm. and like the shots that i'm thinking of are the ones with like the teacher akuru mm-hmm. uh, that's the teacher's name right yeah. al kuru or ikuru yeah like um like purposely like down like like shot from the down up so that you wouldn't see his like his junk, junk. when he's in the DTR freaking. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite like, shots is uh, is the T. Uh, is, uh, I have him as Mitsurugi because that's his last name. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, the teacher, yeah, the teacher. So as a uh, the teacher, uh, he's like giving some kind of monologue when he's naked, mm-hmm. and like uh, <laughs> you can see Ryoko like kind of like not looking at him, yeah, and like blushing, not trying to see his stuff, yeah. <laughs> And uh, one of my favorite shots also is uh, Mako finding out that the the teacher is uh, part of uh, Nudist Beach. Nudist Beach, Mm -hmm. and she's like, like basically just like staring at his junk, and she's like, "Oh my god, Sensei, (laughs) you're an exhibitionist too." (laughs) Oh, great! Yeah. And speaking of comedic effect, cheap for cheap cinematics for comedic effect. Yeah. Almost every one of uh Mako's like monologue she gives. Oh yeah. Uh my, my favorite action that they always repeat is the whenever she talks about uh, uh Ryoko. It's like the, the yeah. red hair. Yeah, the red hair and she's, <laughs> she's like she's touching like, it. Grabbing it. Yeah. Yeah, I really love that shot. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> The one shot I found that was weird and I don't know, then they kept using it too was the one of her hanging. I know. I don't. I don't understand that. Why that one was in there? It's not like she was hanging by the throat or anything. It was just like hanging like from like the back or something. Like yeah. she was like a string doll or something. Then there, there was one where it was around her neck. Like was it oh, like a noose? Uh, yeah, I think I recall something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then but there and was also the one like it looked like she she had something in her back, right? Yeah, like holding her up. Yeah, yeah. But the all those were pretty funny. Yeah, definitely. I, like the whole get naked, <laughs> get naked speech from like episode three. Yeah, is a classic speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other cinematography you want to talk about? Cinematics. Well, um, for animation, I like I really like the stuff that like reminds me of, like Inferno Cop, where it's like it's just like one like sta- uh, static, like a person's like slumped over or something, and like they just move the image like across the screen without it doing anything. Right. I really love stuff like that, and I think you're um, off mic. You're talking about like. Um, like somebody was like kicked off of the a platform, and like it's just like, 
They go left yeah. and then they, then they, they go straight, straight down. Straight down without doing any movement. Yeah, and they reuse that and one. And they reuse that again. Again, which is pretty great. They just change characters. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I love stuff like that. Oh, but that. That's like that jank that I love. Yeah. And speaking of jank I hate, might as well, I guess we could talk about that bad thing about the cinematography. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I could save it for my least favorite moments, but I could talk about it now. Yeah. You could uh, just mention it. Yeah. Uh the scene where uh where uh Ryoko gets cut by Ragio. Yeah, at the end. Uh it's very like an emotional scene and it looks really cool. Yeah. And then she gets cut in half and just like the the thing you said, it's just static images. Like just of, moving apart. Moving, yeah, moving apart. And uh, there's a really cool scene where it's like behind uh I think it's behind the or no, not behind, but in front of the ship. Yeah, uh, I think I think you see the. Is it the ship? I don't know if it's the ship or the primal life fiber. That, no, yeah, it is. It's behind the primal life fiber, uh-huh. and you can see the two pieces, the two halves, just falling on the opposite ends of each other. Yeah, and it looked pretty pretty cool, or it seemed like it would look like a pretty cool scene, but the jank in it, I think, kind of like ruins it out of it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I was like, that looks kind of dumb. Like, I wish they would have went back and. Fixed, fixed it. it yeah or made it look a, a little better at least mm-hmm. um yeah any, anything else with the uh, cinematography you want to that's add? all i really have i mean there's like a bunch of stuff in this yeah there's a a lot of flair in this anime yeah definitely um oh and then i guess i can add this the whole rage mode uh there's a lot of really dope shots in that mm-hmm. in that fight of uh it's like Ryoko gets like knocked down and like thrown into a pit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, as the characters talk, you can see her like kind of like rebuilding herself. Yeah. To go and keep fighting Satsuki. Mm-hmm. So it looked really, really cool. Uh, all right. So favorite characters. There's a lot of favorite characters for me. Do you, do you want to go? Okay. I think we should go. Let's go least under and favorite because I know we have. Okay. We have a lot so, of favorite characters. All right. So least, I just had to. I just picked one. It's yeah. like. She's kind of like a meh character. It's uh, Ray. They're just like the assistant girl to uh, Ragyo. The girl I glasses. really. I, I mean, she looks cool, yeah. but she doesn't really get too much time. Other, I think other than the OVA. So I was gonna have her as my underutilized character uh-huh. until the OVA, where you're like, oh, okay, you get a little bit more backstory about her instead yeah. of having like no backstory whatsoever. Her hair was definitely cooler in the in the past, right? <laughs> uh but her glasses mm-hmm. super dope yeah uh and it sucks like there's not much you can say about it like uh, she's like eh, whatever yeah the character i have for mine uh for mine also was just to fill in the blank and mine was a uh, smoogie 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 is a uh... smoogoo oh, it's uh the um the mohawk guy oh, okay yeah um i think he he is really cool when he's first introduced yeah Definitely. But as he becomes part of the principal cast, I think he lo- he loses something about him. Yeah, he becomes less important, definitely. Yeah, exactly. But he's a really cool, like, heel in the beginning of it. Yeah. And then he's like, eh. He yeah. becomes like a I whatever really, character. I really like the idea of his weapon. He's like right. shooting sewing needles like to hit pressure to disrupt, points. Yeah, exactly. It's it's pretty cool. Like yeah, I really. said, he is a pretty cool character. It's just like, he gets kind of lame. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, for most underutilized, or do you have another least favorite, no. or is that the only one? That's the only one I have. All right, so for underutilized, I have um, Shiro, the sewing club guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy, uh, Todd Habercorn. Todd Habercorn, yeah. Pretty um, cool. Yeah, I wish I wish we got a little bit more of him. He was yeah. he was pretty neat. I really liked his uh, his transformation that he did at the end. Yeah, the sewing, pretty- sewing regalia. Oh, no, it wasn't sewing regalia, but it yeah. was. It was something like that. Something regalia, yeah. That, he was pretty cool. And then uh, another underutilized character, she was actually in it a lot, but I really wanted to see more of her backstory. Okay. It was uh, Nui. I really want to want okay, see yeah. more of her. Yeah, because she was like a, like a, she was completely born from the the life, life fibers. Yeah, yeah, she was born from the the womb, a life fiber in the womb, mm-hmm. or a womb of life fibers. Yeah. And like I find it so interesting, it's like she has so many life fibers inside of her. She can't wear a a kamui. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I have uh, one more uh, underutilized, and it's uh, Kanio, the the pimp guy. I think you have him as a n- different name. Uh, yeah, I have him uh, Takarada. Yeah, because that's the the Takarada Syndicate. Yeah, I thought he was really cool. I have him as one of my favorite characters. I felt like he was. I didn't need more of what. What he, he was, was about about yeah, yeah like i got the gist of it mm-hmm. like if he was like ended up being like a main foil or a main supporter yeah uh, i don't know if it would have been a little too much but he was really good as a to me he was really good as a gag character yeah definitely i think he would have been i think finally i have like a person i could probably cosplay as <laughs> dude that dude's <laughs> so cool <laughs> it'd probably be expensive to cosplay as him though i'd have to get like a grill <laughs> the yen Oh, yeah. No, Zenny? Yeah. It was Zenny, right? Zenny, it's Something Zenny. like that, yeah. His girl, yeah. Yeah, and I'd have to get like some sort of fur coat. Yeah, he's he he's just really gang he's really gangster. Yeah. Super gangster. I wonder what he sounds like in the In the Japanese. In the Japanese dub. Yeah. But uh whoever uh, I think we mentioned earlier who was vo- did we mention yeah, I guess. I don't know his name, but it's the same dude that was Eugene and Hey Arnold. Yeah. He um did a really good job dubbing. Mm-hmm. that character and i think that guy's been doing voice voiceover since he was a kid really so, yeah he's been he's been around for a while i'm, I'm gonna go actually from go check I, that from out what yeah. I, from what i read might be mistaken on that though okay so for favorite characters we, we already kind of talked but takarada mm-hmm. <laughs> as you underutilize he's one of my favorite characters he's just yeah. really really cool looking mm-hmm. and just really well voice acted mm-hmm with enough money, they'll die for me. <laughs> they'll die for me, exactly. <laughs> um, and then our characters, I pretty much, I'm, we probably pretty much have the same. I would assume the yeah, a lot same. of the same characters. Because you could pick almost any of the principal cast and be like, that's a favorite character. Yeah, because they're all pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So like. The one I have, my first one, uh, Mako, of course. Yeah, Mako like, was my first one as well. Yeah, the the breakout mm-hmm. character, even more so than uh, Ryoko. Yeah, I think there was like I read like on a like a contest character poll. Char- yeah, character poll of that year. Mako, uh, Mako was, was higher than Ryoko. I would I wouldn't doubt. She's so cute. Yeah, so so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually hate comic relief characters. Especially as how like hyper she is, yeah. But the I don't know for some part the it just fits. Yeah, she's like super cute and like breaks <laughs> up all the, the crappy. Yeah, the crap that's happening around. Yeah. Um. And speaking of Mako, I love her family as well. Yeah, her family's really. I really would. They also could have been in the, 
underutilized for me. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to see more of her, her mom and her dad. Yeah, and her little brother. Her little brother. Yeah. At first, when I saw the little brother, I thought it was a girl. I thought, I thought it was vo- a... he's voiced by a girl too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, his little. I guess for another underutilized is his little gang of of kids. His kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, really strong. Like I have, it was really sad when he had to say goodbye to everybody mm-hmm. when they all were going to the new schools. Oh yeah, yeah, or new places to live. I remember when um, New Noon found them in the sewers. Like the chainsaw kid was like chopping up a a pig with yeah. a chainsaw. I was like, oh my god, that's brutal! And he's like laughing at it. <laughs> it's really they're really I don't know that. Oh, there's so many good characters in this anime. Yeah. Um, and then, speaking of uh, New Noon. Oh, yeah. She's up there as one of my favorite characters. Uh, yeah, New Noon's uh, like, is my favorite out of the Elite Four. Yeah, uh, Jacuzare. That's her, her last name. I okay, yeah. I refer to her uh, by as. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only time they actually refer to her by her name, like that, her first name. It's like, no, it's wait, her first name it's is like, no, 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 something like that. Yeah. Uh. I think the only way she she does it is when um, she talks to uh, Mako's little brother. Okay. She yeah. goes, "Oh, you can call me uh, like Nunun Sama or something." Yeah. Or she can address me this way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jacuzzi and it, just the name Jacuzzi sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, really, everybody's really well voice acted in this anime. I don't think there's any dud character. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, her, her Gamagori and uh. Sanagayama, mm-hmm. all three of them. And the the tech guy I didn't really like as much. <laughs> I liked his little uh, his collar thing that it kept like, okay opening and closing when he talked. Yeah. That was pretty. I cool. really liked the part where like I think there something. Uh, it was during the natural selection something, and they were all on the bench, yeah. and like something crazy happened. They're all all of them have their mouths open, and then the last one was him, and it's like. His like collar moved, and it showed that he had his mouth open as well. <laughs> well one of my favorite things is when they're uh, in the nudists. Yeah, uh, he he has to manually zip and unzip. Oh, does he? I didn't yeah. notice that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that that was was pretty funny about it. <laughs> um, where is uh? So leap four, all really good. Yeah, I have a. I also like guts. Another cute guts. Do- a, a cute dog to add to the list. Yeah, another cute animal. The cute animal race is uh, for whenever we do the next checkpoint. Yeah. it's gonna be a gonna the be- slobber knocker. It's gonna be a really close race between uh, the dogs. Dogs, yeah. Adore animals in general. Oh, yeah, there's some there's some good ones. <laughs> chicken, chicken from <laughs> from my little monster. my little monster. Freaking he can the, be up there. He the dog from Elf and Lead. Oh, oh my God! The cutest dog. The cutest. He dog. might not be my favorite dog, but he's the definitely cutest. the cutest. Um, he's so tiny. No, but that's enough. That's, that's go another. check out the Elf and Lead podcast where we talk about that dog. <laughs> I know. Just go to the part about the dog. The dog's <laughs> adorable. Uh, and then of course, uh, I guess we can talk about them together. But Ryoko and Satsuki. Yeah, I love Satsuki. Oh, she's really cool. Even her badass. really badass. Uh, almost uh, I don't even say it's like Bushudo code mm. that she follows, but just like how much faith she has in herself, yeah, is pretty nuts. Even to where she's like, "Yeah, I know if you punch me with uh, uh, Senkets, you're gonna kill me. But if it's the only way I can gain your trust, then do, do it. it." Yeah, oh, she's just so cool. Mm-hmm. I really love like all of her speeches. It's like so like filled with confidence and all this stuff. Exactly, it's really cool. 
And then um and Ray- Ryoko is just like really cool main character. Yeah, really cool main character, really uh Yeah, that's not really much to say about her, but she's yeah. just really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh fun, a fun main character. Not yeah, she's not a uh I feel like she's not a self-insert character like most main characters are. Oh yeah, definitely. She's an actual character. Yeah. Especially like her whole like uh, depression after she goes into the rage mode. Mhm. Like it's like super relatable. Yeah, I kind of wish it would have her depression would have lasted a little longer than just one episode. Okay, but it was pretty solid. It was solved pretty quickly. Okay, uh, and then and I have a Mitsugi as just this the teacher form, not the teacher as the <laughs> teacher, not as the nudist beach. One thing that I really like of the nudist beach version of that guy is like his clothes that are just like super slow motion coming off all the time. It's yeah. really funny. Uh, I really like, like in the I beginning really, mm-hmm. when they first they first meet. Yeah. yeah, I think there was like a part when he was talking to the tech guy from the Elite Four, uh-huh. and he like had like just a lab coat on or something like that, and like he like he like moved it and it was just going up in slow motion. I was <laughs> I was like that doesn't make sense, but in it the looks jank, pretty, yeah, it looks pretty form, cool. Yeah, there you go. Do you have any other favorite characters? Uh, I have uh, Nui. As a oh yeah okay really cool bad guy yeah she was she was really cool I guess I really, I really wanted to know just more about her yeah definitely uh, one thing that I really enjoyed was like when she got her arms cut off and she was talking to Ray and her, and she was just like pouring oh, blood pouring on, blood on, on her? Ray's face oh that's a, that was pretty cool and Ray was just still talking like it was nothing <laughs> I thought that was hilarious I, I I'm pretty sure I laughed out loud yeah it was pretty fu- there's some pretty funny just like shots yeah that i feel like they didn't really think about until they were doing them and it's like yo she'd be like spraying blood on them the whole time and then <laughs> just spraying blood yeah just buckets of blood just i like how jank it was when she was like oh it's okay so i'll just put my arms back on and she's like nope <laughs> just the they were just steps on them mm-hmm. uh, just disappeared fun. yeah just they turned to life fibers what, what's what's like really messed up is that uh ragio like she could have just gave her hands like right at the beginning. She forced her to sew that thing with her mouth. Right. That must have been annoying. But the joke was pretty funny. It was worth yeah. it. <laughs> but even, but even, I guess it would have helped her because she was like, "They're not, they're not going to be as good as your original hands." Mm-hmm. But here. Oh yeah, you don't. Well, I'm not going to sew anymore. That's what she said, right? Yeah, she's. I'm not going to sew anymore anyway. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you got anybody else? No, that's all I. That's all I got. Do you have anybody? No. Nah. Right. So yeah, uh, pretty strong cast. Yeah, for how definitely. big it is, pretty strong. Usually, I I hate big cast, big cast, but almost everybody is a is a winner. Yeah, coming definitely. out. Uh, all right. So favorite moments. What were some of your favorite moments? Uh, um, well, I mentioned this one before, but Satsuki cutting her mom's head off was pretty freaking dope. Yeah. Um, I really like the fight with uh, Mako and Ryoko. Yeah, really. As the, the fight club manager. Yeah, really, really dope. Really cool. Uh, what about you? I have uh, a lot of the anytime there's a reused animation, that's obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, those are pretty strong moments. Yeah, just even though they're like cheap moments, it's like it's funny because you're like, oh, because it's so obviously reused. Mm-hmm. So like the ones, the two that come to mind, we talked about the one earlier where the falling uh, off the, the ledge. Fall, the falling off the ledge. The other one was uh, during uh, episode four when uh, they're trying to get Senkets back to Ryoko. Uh-huh. 
the Matoy family is just trying to. Or, yeah, it's not Matoy. It's uh, they have like a really long yeah, last name. Mako's family. Mako's family. Yeah, Mako's family is trying to uh, get her the, get her the clothes back. Yeah, and it's just the same animation of like the car jumping up or the, the vehicle rooftops. jumping up onto the rooftops and then them seeing like Ryoko in a compromised position yeah and then crashing mm-hmm. and i think it's like everybody even uh guts has like that same animation yeah, exactly uh really cool yeah pretty pretty strong <laughs> that, uh, was, that was the panty shots in that episode were pretty original <laughs> i think of like uh somebody uh, i think it was like the girl falling and like grabbing onto her skirt and yeah it down mm-hmm. yeah there was some <laughs> A pretty some pretty original shots. Yeah. You were right. It was pretty good. Uh, also, really weird. <laughs> I like. Um, I think it was Nui who was talking crap about uh, Ma, uh about uh, Ryoko's underwear choice. Oh, okay, yeah. There was somebody. Somebody talked crap. Yeah, I remember that. It, it might have been uh, Smoogie. It might have been, I forget who it was. Uh, a Smoogo, Smoogoo, Smoogoo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone was just talking crap about like. It's oh you're you're a you're like you're a teenager wearing like like these kid this kid underwear because yeah. it's just stripes yeah like striped panty striped bra mm-hmm. even though it was really it looked really good on her she looked really cute in it but yeah stripes are you heard it here first stripes are pretty cool <laughs> um yeah uh, all right so there's the whole episode four is one of my favorites I know we yeah. we try to get we're trying to get away from. Just like naming a full, full episode, but that full episode, yeah, it's just like, oh, it was my jam, mm-hmm. really great, and it's also the 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 natural election runoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, those all those fights were pretty pretty dope. Yeah, um, my favorite fight being uh, her versus uh, Jacuzare. Yeah, it's probably my favorite fight out of the four. Yeah, or that, I guess out of the three. That episode had crazy good music. It was like. It was all like licensed, not not licensed, but stuff, like classical, but like classical music that like I think those have like anybody could use those songs. I'm sure. Right? Oh yeah, maybe I would assume yeah. like Bach and yeah, Oath to Joy and like all that stuff. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, it was oh, that fight just really dope. I really the scene the one scene from that that makes me laugh when I first seen it. Uh-huh. It was uh, Jacuzzi right after uh, Ryoko breaks the like her jet her her suit, mm-hmm. and then Ryoko's still flying around. And Jacuzzi is like, oh, you can go ahead and you can land now because you have so much more of an advantage flying. <laughs> and she's like, nope, I'm just going to mess you up in the air now. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I really I really enjoyed the part where like she initially transforms. She's like, how is that a uniform? <laughs> she's like a big old mechanism. I like how it's like all the instruments put together. Yeah. Uh, really dope. I think how she beats him is also stupid. How she... Uh, Ryoko turns herself into like a tuning fork. Oh yeah, to absorb the the sound. Yeah, there's uh, like so many ideas in this anime that's like like, like off okay, the wall. yeah, right. I I think like the, the sooner I'm that just you... gonna send it back to you. That's how I'm gonna win. <laughs> I think that this like I think I, I sent to you earlier. As soon as you accept that this is stupid, yeah, and stupid things are gonna happen, mm-hmm. like the more fun it becomes. Yeah, definitely. That, that's the key word. I wish you would have said that to me early on. Right. There's like, a lot of dumb stuff happens in there, but just ignore it. There's ignore cool it. stuff. Yeah, there's cool stuff coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, it's dumb that she threw it back to her, <laughs> but it's also really cool that she threw it back to her. Like, if you think about the logistics, like, how is she turning herself into a tuning fork? <laughs> and then how is she throwing it back? 
But then it's if you're sound. like, yeah, but then you're like, yo, she's throwing it back. That's dope. <laughs> like, don't think about it. it. It's it's really it's really cool. Imagine if Goku did a kamehameha and I sent it back to him. How dope that would be! Oh my god, you haven't seen that uh, scene then? I'm guessing. <laughs> Well, that happens then. No, there's a scene of uh, a very famous scene. I might show you later. It's uh, <laughs> a Goku fighting this female Saiyan, uh-huh. and basically she's like, uh, Goku's like flying at, like basically like it's going towards her. Yeah, and she's like, "Ha, I got you. You can't move in midair." And she does like a kamehameha, like a blast, a key blast at him, and right before it hits him, he does this move where like he dodges in midair. Uh-huh. And he's still going forward. He like dodges in midair and like corkscrews around her blast, and mm-hmm. that gets right up into her face and does a, a kamehameha wave. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty dope. <laughs> um, yeah. So other favorite <laughs> moments in this anime. Um, uh, I really loved like the the rage mode uh, scenes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, the double transformation scene. I know we we talked about it uh, yeah. before, and one that uh that we've already, another one that we've already talked about. Um, Mako's like explanations of everything. Yeah, I really loved all of those. All of them were pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Even uh, in the OVA when she was making the robot do the oh the, the gesture the, the hand the cross. thing. Yeah, the cross. Of uh, when, I love it when she was tired and the music was kind of like worn out too. <laughs> uh, that was a really good uh like directorial decision. Yeah, definitely. Um. So one of my most so there's a lot of moments where I got like super hype. So there's like like when they every trigger anime they gotta go to space. So oh, I was yeah. like, when are they going to space? And finally in episode twenty four they go there, and I was <laughs> excited <laughs> that they're in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one moment that made me just like there's a lot of moments you can ask my roommates that I, they could hear me like screaming from like how excited I was. Yeah. One of the ones was when um, uh, Sanagayama, when he puts on the the ultimate uh, his ultimate regalia, uh-huh. the kendo guy, when he puts on the ultimate regalia, and uh, he slashes at um, uh, rag rag ragga right ragga ragu or rag- ragu ragu ragio 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 when he slashes at ragio yeah and he's like she's like oh so maybe you could have hit me if you had like the eyesight. And then you see the strands of hair that he cut, and he goes, "Oh, maybe if I wasn't holding back, he's like, I would have actually hit you." And then, like, because uh, I guess she slashes at him too, yeah. and you see his uh, bandages fall off, and his and eyes are open, open again. I was like, "Yo, this is the coolest scene," because <laughs> it was the coolest scene when he shut, like, when he sold him shut. Yeah, and he's like the blind swordsman, mm-hmm. and then revealing that his eyes are back open was also really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, do you have any other favorite moments? No, that's all I really had. Okay, so least favorite moments, uh, we I kind of touched on it before, but it was the that uh, scene of of Ryoko getting cut in half and looking yeah. really janky. Really wish they went went and cleaned that up a little bit more. Yeah, and just like the the rushed ending in general. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I felt like um, so one of my least favorite things it has to do with the ending. It's um I wasn't a like a big fan of like how like the final battle played out because like I feel like all the things that they were doing up until uh Rayoko's fight with Ragyo like didn't really accomplish anything. 
That's true. I can see so that. So I was like kind of like upset. Like, okay, so they destroyed that big life fiber thingy. So now the world is safe. Now it's not going to no, be covered. No, but it's better. It's yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now we have to destroy this thing. Oh, but now she's in space. So now <laughs> it's going to... Like nothing really... Anything that they did in that didn't fight... Didn't really do anything. Didn't really do anything. The only thing that did something was kill it was Ragyo Dying. Dying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, yeah, I was kind of uh, annoyed that about that. I said, and like I said, it felt like a lot of things were happening at the end. Like, yeah. just, like, trying to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt, like, really rushed. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. What was I going to say about the rushed ending? Oh, you can... I hate... Because uh, I knew about the rushed ending. And uh, I don't think I mentioned it now, but they actually turned in the last episode, like, an hour before it had to air. Yeah. And so the the production team that was like their biggest regret and they're like, Well, we'll try to address it in the OVA, which they did. They did, yeah. They mostly addressed like stuff that they couldn't fit in. Yeah. And like I guess kind of ideas they wanted to, to put in. Mm-hmm. And um you can tell in like some of the background characters, like in the Elite Four and stuff, they're like kind of misdrawn or like drawn not yeah. sloppily but like less detail. Yeah, I think the way you said it, they were like cutting corners. Yeah, they were trying to just like, oh, like they're here, but I don't think they even talked during that whole episode. I want to say of the last the episode. last episode. Yeah, probably not. No, nothing. I, I remember. Recall. Maybe just like s- small things that here and there, but that's it. Yeah, not not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other least favorite things you want to? Um. Well, I didn't really like the like. So Ryoko get becomes evil at at one point, right? Yeah. But I didn't really like how she became evil. Like it was just like a like right right uh Ragyo Ragyo like goes into her mind or something, right? And yeah. shows her like a this happy like vision, this, like a fi- happy fantasy about getting married. Yeah. And that's what made her evil. Is that what, like, is that what made her evil? I think it like it like twi- it twisted her mind. I think that was the the whole point. Yeah. It was like the this. Uh, it was uh, uh, Junkets going on her that was like twisting her mind. Yeah, that made her evil. Yeah, I didn't really. Like, I didn't really like how the how like the motivation. It's of not her really explained. Evil. Yeah, I feel. I feel like the 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 happy visions it was giving her was a way to explain that it's just morphing her mind. Yeah, like I don't think it was like. I guess like the kind of way like maybe how you understood it or tried to understand it was kind of like she swapped sides, yeah, like by this persuasion. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was any persuasion done. Was, I think it was, it was like mind manipu- control, it was just manipulation. Like manipulation. Yeah, like it wasn't like hey, you're happy now. It was more like the life fibers were messing with her brain, okay, and made her turn evil. Then I guess an explanation about that would have been something I would have liked. More of yeah, than like ju- it was really just, glanced over. I feel yeah, very glanced over. Like I said, ru- you could tell it was rushed. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did enjoy with um, them going into the mind was when uh, Mako went into her mind and like was like busted in in the wedding and was like, yeah. no, this is not what you think or something. Yeah, this is not what you want. And it definitely made like it made it like a false fantasy because like. The groom falls over like it's a mannequin or something. Yeah, it, it gives it like like a cutout almost. Yeah. 
like a false reality kind of thing. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, the scene. juxtaposition the juxtaposition between those two are pretty cool. I didn't get um so speaking about that scene, I didn't get the whole when she's like uh, Mako's like, well, if you don't want me, then go ahead and kill me and forget oh, yeah. forget about your old self. Mm-hmm. And then then she cuts. Well, no. Oh yeah, she cuts Junket or she cuts Senkets actually. Senkets like pops off. Mm-hmm. It looks like she cuts uh, Mako, Mako, yeah, but she's cutting uh, the Junkets off of her, right? Not Junkets, but Senkets. Okay, yeah, like Sen- uh, Jenkets, like uh, uh, Senkets jumps off, like jumps in front of Mako. You can see that the blood is coming from from him. Yeah, but I didn't really get that. And then after that scene's over, she's good again. She's good again. I didn't really get, but he, again, dumb scene. Juxtapose the next scene she's ripping off her clothes the yeah. clothes and it Drew looks Kent. badass. <laughs> See, like oh the reason why I hated episodes like nineteen to twenty one, no really cool scenes happen in there and it's just like dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb exposition of like things that you don't really care about. Yeah. And like I didn't really think the the nudist beach versions of the Elite Four look all that cool yeah uh also a really funny thing i i didn't mention it earlier i'm just totally remembering about it uh how gamagori changes sizes oh yeah from time to time <laughs> i really enjoy when he's like humongous yeah like really really i think there's like a the nudist beach uh station he's there uh-huh. you see satsuki uh hanging there and like he's like oh satsuki and he steps up and his head hits the top of the oh yeah, yeah and like yeah. he's like filling like the whole room <laughs> I think in the first episode, he's, like, as tall as a building. Like, yeah. he's, like, Godzilla or something. Yeah, he's huge. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. I like also like how he's, uh, he's like, 20. Mm-hmm. And, like, he just, he held himself back. Yeah, to go to school with uh, uh, Satsuki. Yeah. Very strong. Yeah, very cool. Um. All right. So, is there final thoughts you want to add before we jump into the wrap-up? I mean, it was fun. Fun watch. I don't, I don't. I don't know if I, well, I guess I could save that for accessibility and stuff, but, but it was a fun watch overall and I really enjoyed it. So the one thing I never expected from this anime was the weird sexual assault. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to jump into accessibility. Yeah. We could jump into (laughs) accessibility from right here, but real quick, I did not expect like that groping. Yeah. And especially like. The super sexual, like, not showing her grabbing her nether regions, mm-hmm. but getting really close to looking like she's going to grab her nether regions and then cutting away. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, there was... um, The, the, the scene that makes me go like, oh my god, like, for their first anime, they were really... They pushed... The envelope, yeah. The envelope very far. Because yeah, the, the three scenes that, that make me think about that... Or is the the showers the bath scene? Yeah, the bath scene with uh, the mom and, and Satsuki. Satsuki. Yeah, yeah. Ragyo and Satsuki, and then Ragyo and Satsuki again when Satsuki is uh, chained up because mm-hmm. that that one's even the more like disturbing, weird, rapey yeah vibe. scene. And then the last one I remember is when they're like I guess like perversing uh, Ryoko's mind yeah. to letting Junkets on her. And, like, she's doing, like, weird grabby stuff to her, too, in there also. Yeah. I think, like, the most, like, 
So, well, I guess we can talk about accessibility. It's, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it, it is not for everybody. I wish yeah. it was. Because mm-hmm. I mean, besides that, besides that, ah, see, so how I've heard people explain the fan service in Kill a Kill, it's um, how some people explain it. It's like it's making fun. A fan service in a way. Yeah, kind of. So I how can, I can over see the that, top yeah. it is. Yeah. Because if you think about it, even the guys get yeah. like crazy amounts of fan service. Like mm-hmm. it goes, it, everybody gets it except yeah. for those weird rape scenes. Yeah. Like that's the, as farther as it, as it goes. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it, it doesn't really even treat, except for some moments, it doesn't treat fan service as an even hand. Mm-hmm. Like um, a lot of like the teachers like naked scenes that played for like as jokes. Yeah, definitely. And um, a lot of the the females when they're like either in their uh, the their life fiber mode and like all that stuff, it's played more like sexually. Yeah. And I don't think really the guys are played like just because the guy's naked doesn't mean that it's the equivalent Sexu- yeah. of like sexual excitement that the girls are also yeah trying to put through. But th- there are some that are like, okay, I can get you. Some of them are like, uh, like a lot of uh, the smoogie smoogu ones, mm-hmm. where it's not really played as a joke, but he's just like naked. Yeah. Um, uh, Gamagori with his giant, his <laughs> giant gun covering his yeah junk, mm-hmm. and then uh the kendo guy too. Also, uh, he's not really played for a joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the actually the one that actually is played like a joke, which is surprising to me, is uh, Mako when Mako is like trying to get dressed. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the nudist beach stuff, like she's like really struggling to try to get it on. <laughs> there was like a scene where she was trying to put on her regular clothes, and she had like oh her skirt was like on, on the top, top, and her <laughs> pants <laughs> were on the bottom. Her shirt was on the bottom. <laughs> that was her really pants, her shirt really <laughs> really funny. But yeah, like you said, uh, it's not for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot every. Almost everybody's practically naked throughout the anime. Oh, and then at the end, they're literally naked. Yeah. There's more nudeness <laughs> in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of swearing in this as well. Oh, really good. And um, and like you said, um, I had to ask my wife how to like word this, but there's a lot of sexual situations and there's a lot of like insinuating of sexual actions. Yeah, I think I just... I just yeah, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. I mean, the one that I think of it was when... um. Ryoko and the three of them were together. Yeah. Uh, Ragyo, Ragyo and uh, Nui. Nui, yeah. When they were all together and they were putting on the uh, Junkets onto her. Mm-hmm. There was a scene. Well, it, it looked like you said it was like her grabbing her like her nether regions yeah. kind of. Well, it's like it's played off like that's what they're doing. Yeah. And like she like, like her fingers move in a, in a certain way yeah. that's very suggestive. suggestive. And and then it just goes into a scene of her transforming into Senkets yeah. or Junkets. And it's like, I, when I saw that, I was shocked. I was like, yo. I that, was like, that finger movement? <laughs> what else could that be? Exactly. That, that's I mean, how if you I, watch the anime, you'll know what I'm talking about, yeah. that finger movement. But it's like, really? That, that's like the most like I suggestive think, thing I've seen in an anime, I think. I think uh, th- that's the same way I felt with uh, the Ragyo Satsuki scene when she's chained up yeah and like you see like you know satsuki's bare you know but yeah, and she's smacking it and she's smacking it but then there's also a scene where like she goes like 
almost like under her butt, looking like she's gonna oh, yeah. grab her, and then it it cuts away to like their faces, and you can tell that. Well, you can't tell because Sasuke's like Iron Will, mm-hmm. but on the mom's face, you can tell that's that's where she grabbed. Yeah, and it's also like that the crazy scene of the ba- the bath the bathhouse too is a crazy crazy scene. Yeah, like I was like, wow, how did they like? I would like to see how it looked on TV. Oh yeah, I guess so, huh? Like how it was censored, because mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Yeah, because even the way that they were talking in the anime was very provocative. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> like speaking of that, it's like when uh, Nui and Ragio combine mm-hmm. into the the, oh, the big yeah, dress. That, that was super <laughs> provocative. I was like, oh okay, <laughs> that's not even. It's it's like totally on the nose. What <laughs> what it's insinuating? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, pretty, it, yeah, not, not for everybody. Yeah, but you could find it on Hulu. You can find it on Hulu, <laughs> or uncensored as it's going to be, yeah. with the dub and the sub. Thank you, Hulu, for putting the dub on there, because... Yeah, definitely. I was telling Jay, it definitely, if we were probably watching the sub, uh, I maybe would have probably got lost. It's a lot yeah. easier to follow. I might have gave up. <laughs> I know. Like, it's really cool, but I can't yeah. tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but... The dub really helped, and it was really good. And yeah, so if you're gonna watch it, and you're not really like a Japanese native speaker, or whatever, or have high comprehension, uh, comprehen- reading comprehension, yeah, uh, it's, you're probably gonna be lost if you watch the Japanese. I mean, you can, uh, I'm sure you can you can do it. You could do it, uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough time. I think you'd have more enjoyment with the English dub. I know, like nowadays, like doing the podcast, I'm, I'm having a little more fun watching dubs, just in general. Because mm-hmm. it really helps with taking notes. Yeah, it definitely you don't have does. To, you don't have to read, and you don't have to like pause a lot. Exactly. To see, like, oh, what did they just say? And, and it really back. helps with uh, cinematography too, because you can oh, yeah. actually pay attention. Look, to... yeah, look into the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, rewatchability high. I enjoyed it, but I think once is good enough for me. You think once is good enough? I can see that. I I would. Uh, I would consider rewatching this uh, to get a, like a better grasp of it. Yeah. Well, the, I doubt there's much more to grasp. Yeah. Just to see little like nuances and stuff. Yeah, like that. but it, it was really, really fun. I could see myself just watching it again because it's just a fun anime. Yeah. Um, things that we do different. Oh boy. So, there's a, there's a lot of stuff uh, in this anime that I would do different. Yeah, for me, um, I think a few extra episodes would have helped with like just to help the pacing of oh, the anime. Yeah. Just just a few more episodes would have been nice. Yeah. Um, that's why I thought it was weird that the opening, the new opening, starts on like episode like sixteen or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, usually choirs are split up thirteen and thirteen. Yeah. And it's only a twenty four episode anime, so I expected. Like the 12, choir 12. to be 12. Yeah, 12, 12. But I think it ends on 16. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if they were planning on having more episodes and it just didn't happen. Or maybe they thought they had more episodes than they had and they didn't. Oh, maybe, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah, we'll have about to cons- that. Consult with Trigger about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, something that I would do differently. I honestly didn't like the the twist of like, oh, Satsuki was just tr- like testing Ryoko through this whole 
Oh, okay, yeah. The whole first half was just a big test mm-hmm. to see if uh, Ryoko was, was worthy of like fighting with us. She was a reliable fighter. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't like that twist. Me, personally, I would have preferred them to be like, like, we're comrades because we're fighting a common evil. Yeah, there's like a bigger, even though Satsuki is bad, there's a bigger bad above her and that she needs to be stopped. Yeah. And then, like, you could have had, like, a really cool moment to where, like, they're, like, they meet eye to eye and they're, like, you know what? You're not so bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, another favorite scene real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of cool cool scenes in this anime. Some of my favorite ones is, like, before they go, uh, before Ryoko goes to space. I think it's before they fight Aragio, actually. Uh, uh, Ryoko's, like, oh, yeah, we can do it. She's, like, sis, 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 sis. Like, she's trying to call her sis. Oh yeah, yeah, but then she's like, "You don't have to uh, like call me anything that you're not comfortable with." Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the like the last word she tells her is like, "Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm glad to be back, sis." I was like, "Oh, that's oh, cute. yeah, very Aww. cute." I would love to see more of that dynamic. dynamic yeah, <laughs> um, really, really good. Yeah, so I would have just had them, you know, come together to fight a common enemy more mm-hmm. often. Okay, and then like. I don't know. Like, I kind of didn't like how easily it was thrown away. Like, no. And, like, and like every one of the, uh, <coughs> every one of the uh, Elite Four knew. Yeah. Knew. Also, like, right away, they're like, oh, no, we were just testing you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, all this stuff. And she's all, I was like, the fact she's like, well, why are you trying to kill me then? <laughs> and she's like, well, people are going to try to kill you regardless. So we need to make sure that you're actually tough enough or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It was, and then it's just so like easily discarded away, like basically making the whole first half of the anime like no, almost nothing. Like there's mm-hmm. no relevance to it because yeah, none of it was real mm-hmm. to begin with. But again, yeah. the first half of the anime, lots of fun, lots of fun. My favorite, it's one of my favorite <laughs> first halves. Yeah, very fun, very fun. Um, is there anything else you would do differently? no that's that's all i really thought of um yeah everything else is pretty good i love yeah i'll go back and fix some not all of the jank just some of the jank yeah just on the important parts yeah i just think that the the biggest flaw with this anime is like the pacing just how fast everything's going yeah it was like just like it just feels like everything's just thrown into a blender and then just like that's that's how i feel about most studio trigger anime (laughs) is the second half just like crumbles under pressure <laughs> like yeah pretty much yeah because we, we've also said that about um a little witch a little bit yeah a but a little it, bit yeah it i don't i don't it's think still it's good though not the pay i don't think the pacing ever goes off though the i pace, just think yeah, pacing wise yeah it i doesn't. just think it like i like it more as a uh it's not monster of the it's kind of like monster of the week to where like there's not a lot of things that are building uh, it's episodic that's the word i'm looking for it's more episodic than uh anything yeah uh, the first half even the first half of this anime there's not a lot of uh continuity mm-hmm. that's shared in between these things and same thing for little witch there's not really any continuity between episode to episode episode to episode, episode up until the second half with a uh, kurwa or qua or whatever crow. crow professor crow yeah professor crow shows up and then there's that like, continuity between all the episodes yeah 
uh, that's when I, I feel like it gets the weakest. But it's still good. It's just not as strong as the episodic nature of the first half. Yeah. Which is the same thing as here. It's like the episodic nature of the first half is really good. But then as soon as there starts being continuity into the episodes, yeah. that's and when there's it's... there's a bigger bad. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, uh, like whatever. Okay. Um, all right, Jay. What the moment of truth? The rating. The rating. What would you give this? I think I'm just gonna give this a, a recommend, just a flat recommend. Uh, yeah, same here. Uh, it's not a high recommend for you. I, I want to give it a high recommend because I really, I really dug it. But it's the second half, man. Yeah, it it kills. It. If I can, I really, I would, I would. <laughs> if I were to rank it. It, the first half is a goddess. You got to see the first half. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's so imaginative and so yeah. cool, fast paced. Yeah, just the character designs alone are freaking amazing. Are worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But just like the story, like if you like story, mm-hmm. like if you if you love characters, this is a guy you got to see it because the char- all the characters I feel are really, really cool. Yeah, really strong characters. Really strong characters. But the over, like overall. Like story is what makes it just like a recommend to me. Yeah, like it bogs it down a little bit. You can you can find people who you like if you know their anime interest that you could tell them like you need to see Kill a Kill because it's just how crazy it is. Yeah, like people you know that they don't won't mind the dumb stuff that the happens. dumb stuff exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's that dumb stuff at the same time that it doesn't put it on the the big higher levels for me. Yeah. All right, Jay. Now that we've we've put our clothes back on, <laughs> clothes are no longer evil. Clothes are clothes are clothes. Humans are humans, Jay. All right. What's next week's anime? All right. So I wanna I wanna do another sports anime. Okay. And um, it's gonna be another like unconventional sports. Well, I guess volleyball was a regular sport, but yeah. it's gonna be an unconventional sport. Um, we're gonna be doing uh long riders. Have you ever heard of long riders? No. Do you know what? Guess what it's about skateboarding no it's actually about long distance cycling okay <laughs> where where yeah. can where can we i don't think this needs any much of a description yeah that's all it, it's all it's about, about it's cute it's cute girls uh long distance cycling okay yeah so um it's uh we can watch this on crunchyroll and there are 12 episodes okay so, right. so I, nice want, I wanted like an easy watch this short week. anime yeah yeah okay that sounds good mm-hmm. we should uh, uh Next week we can do uh, the the motorcycle club anime, <laughs> or um, I know there's like another more popular cycling anime. It's like something club or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, or something. You know what I'm talking about? Pedal or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but that one's like a like racing. Super long. That's like racing anime. It's like yeah, like on a co- like. It's not long distance. It's like not long like, distance. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, instead of twelve episodes. Yeah. Okay. And I'll it's on Crunchyroll. Check roll. it out. Yeah. yeah so we're, that's what we're going to do next week. All right. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So if you liked us. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, leave a like on our SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, follow us on uh, iTunes. Give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, check out the YouTube. I'm finally caught up. Yeah. So once, finally cranking them out. Once, once Danganronpa is done, which it will be done uh to not today but in a yeah actually today when this podcast comes out i think this is when 
episode uh, 30 or 31 comes out of Danganronpa. So, so we'll be finale. done by then. Yeah. And we're going back to our regular scheduled uh, releases of three videos a week. Okay. Because uh, now I will be caught up. Yeah. And then uh, pretty soon after, probably that Friday or this Friday, we'll have our first episode of uh, Danganronpa 2 All right. up there. And, so uh, we're super caught up then, huh? Yeah. So we, we have a few in the bank, but we're going to do some trudging today. Yeah, definitely. A few hours at least. Yeah. And um, and uh, and I think we're we're doing a maybe doing a checkpoint next week, right? About on Dang and Rampa. Yeah, about the Dang and Rampa, the first game. Yeah, so we're gonna look out for that. Mm-hmm. Or not probably not next week, but the week after. The week after. Yeah, sometime in the near future, we'll yeah. be doing a, a checkpoint, checkpoint on it. Checkpoint on the first game. Um, now, now that we're actually kind of done with it, Jay, what did you? How, I guess I can ask you during the checkpoint how you yeah. felt about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much know. That. I pretty much know, but yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely um, uh, share us with your friends on social media, whatever you want to do. Get us out there. Oh, please and thank you. We would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, definitely would appreciate that. And also um, leave a comment. Um, not, not a lot of you guys leave comments, so it'd be nice to hear from you guys what you guys think, what uh, any kind of suggestions of like anime you want us to watch, what we could do better. Anything yeah. like that. We wouldn't have that, that one time with that one person and we still have Yeah, we've we've actually had like two comments like this whole time we've done this podcast. One was like a person confused at what this was. Right. And and another one was, was some, actually was actually some suggestions. Yeah, which we know that they listened to all of it because they're new to leave a comment about the suggestions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, if you like yeah, you like just go ahead and leave a comment. Say hi. Yeah, definitely. We'll chat back. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, so I guess we'll uh, see you guys in the next one. All right, guys, stay nude, everybody. Yeah, and then keep your clothes on. So unless you want my foot up your ass, get to stepping. <laughs> News travels fast in these parts, huh?